0: Where we reopen the dog eared pages of reviled films and we decide once and for all if they're any good. <laughs> the movie sits under 60% on RottenTomatoes.com. It's up for grabs. I'm not <laughs> true.
1: You're like really going for that You sound like a shock, like a shock rock. DJ. That's right. Yeah, like you're getting really close to that.
0: Welcome back. I'm gonna slowly transform myself into Rick D's in the morning. Yeah, as please. go on. Um,
1: and I'm Courtney Peronto. We're still traversing the desert into the erotic thriller like we have been all summer, and we're both beginning to see mirages of tits and dicks everywhere we go. Thankfully. it's True. <laughs> we have a guest who is just as thirsty as us for horny movies this week and we get a welcome back johnny lang and our former co-worker of both of ours and the first person to be on here twice right yeah
0: yeah which what? i think makes I... you
1: a contributor
0: oh it's an honor i know this is big oh my gosh I'm this so... has never happened so much <laughs> so much horniness it's hard to contain i have to be back to share the horniness. i mean even the other movies we had you on for were pretty horny. pretty horny yeah You've only been on for horny movie. movies, yeah. And they're all teen. Well, no. fear, fears yeah. never talk yeah. to strangers. They're grown adults, but. <laughs> we bridge the gap. By the end of this, you'll be seeing lots of dicks, lots of tits, lots of just cage fucking, all sorts of stuff oh my happening. God. And then by I mean, the third time, it'll be all geriatrics. I thought you were going to say yeah. jerseys. I was like, you're
1: right. <laughs> Isn't there, um, yeah, what's that one with like Alec Baldwin and is it, It's Complicated and Meryl Streep will just do like old people fucks? Uh, and, oh,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll do an old... There's a bunch of series. old people fucks movies. Mm-hmm. About Schmidt. Jack Nicholson fucks oh, Kathy. That has in to hot be... Tub.
1: But that has to be fresh.
0: It is, for sure. Yeah. It's a good
1: Shop one. Girl is fresh. Oh. I'm going to have to say it should be. I think shinky. it probably
0: barely yeah. is, but it shouldn't be. It's not that good. Is there fucking in Cocoon? I don't Isn't know.
1: There- Ooh. I think Cocoon is fresh.
0: Does anyone get I fucked in the bucket I, list? Is that like cool... on one of their bucket lists maybe? <laughs> I, I hope they at least kiss. Get I haven't one seen more it. <laughs> I'm a virgin. No, um, that
1: would be good.
0: I'm trying to this okay. other
1: I can put, I mean, just like think of Helen in Mirren movies. I'm Oh, sure.
0: we definitely yeah. got to do the mule.
1: Oh, oh. oh. yeah. Oh, cool. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What it?
0: What about... It's fresh, but Clint Eastwood does have a three-way. That's so hot to me. And right before oh. he gets Weird. fucked, he says, Mamma Mia, and then he turns the lights <laughs> out. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
1: actually... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're older, it's, like, chiller to have a threesome because, like, you can, like, pause and, so, you like, tap someone
0: in. Well, he was the only old person. The other two were, oh, like, okay. in their 20s. I, Clint likes to watch, from my experience.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a watcher. <laughs>
0: just he just wants his to get
2: into chairs. chairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh let these two young fucks go for it and exactly. just rock back and forth says some racist shit and hops in when he's ready. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing another Reese Witherspoon movie with you, Johnny. Mm. One of her. <laughs> first big breakout probably the movie that did i would think kind of launched her into more leading roles i would think was
1: freeway after this
0: freeway was the same year but i would say that this was a little more mainstream
1: that's true freeway is nuts but would yeah. recommend
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so we're going to be talking about fear where she's paired with a very tight shirted mark Wahlberg. fuck yeah or just shirtless <laughs>
1: i think that like the tight shirt we'll get to it like i think that the tight shirt in the movie is like somehow more grotesque or, or just like risque than just not having a shirt on the tight shirt was alarming to me
0: i mean that was a thing too in the 90s i feel like just like really really skin tight shirts like that like i remember seeing them in movies as a kid and being like i want to wear a skin tight shirt that was cool (laughs) but it was it was long sleeved too that's
1: exactly thank you yes Yes. it's a little weird yeah
2: thank you but it was hot we have to i think all three of us can agree hot looks it was hot it
1: was hot
0: he looked good except for the hate crime part of his early life but
1: i'm willing to suspend disbelief
0: (laughs) So we're going to be pairing that with Antonio Banderas and Rebecca de Mornay. Absolute banger called Never Talk to Strangers. Yeah. (laughs) Both films are centered around a tall, dark and dangerous stranger moving to town and encroaching on a little blonde lady's life. Did did does Mark Wahlberg move to town? I feel like he just lives in like town, and we just they just never saw each other. Well, he's,
1: he's like in and out of all of kind track. of foster care situations. Okay, he yeah. Does seem to say he lies to her at first and says that he's from out of town. So
0: it, well, her... he for sure has a New York accent. Well, he, he's, he's not from Seattle.
2: <laughs> he does say he spent time on Rikers in, right. the, in okay, mental. So he's on
0: Yeah,
2: and he, he also was not... in another East Coast-based mental. <laughs> <mentality>. <laughs>
1: spent time yeah. on Shutter Island.
2: He just name dropped the shit out of Shutter Island. What Locker.
0: the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish Ruffalo would have popped up. This whole fear, the whole thing is in Mark Wahlberg's head. <laughs> That's the twist. <laughs> what do you mean there's no girl?
1: You do uh, have in Mark Wahlberg.
0: Uh, it's easy. Do you want to start with, with Never Talk to Strangers? Because we you're... Should. I think you want me to ask because you have a wedding for Antonio. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
1: wedding is a word I that
0: <laughs> I didn't instinctively I come about. from me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, weddy is a word that my friend Francisco came up with when he worked with me at the Woodsman, and he was like, "Like boys get to say boners, but, like we need one for girls." Like, what about weddy? And so you
3: got a weddy. I love first, it. It's-,
1: it's it does the job. At first, I was just appalled by it, and then Erica and I have adopted it. We say weddy all the time.
2: <laughs> you guys are like the uh, what Megan the Stallion and Cardi B of podcasting.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: at least of the Woodsman, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> You got a wrap yeah. for Antonio.
1: I do I have a Wendy for Antonio. It is also as we record his birthday today. So
0: Andy has covid.
3: I oh. know. I know. What a That's bummer.
0: Eddie. That's very bad. I know. She I mean, he's feeling I th- okay. I think he would be happy to know that we're talking about him, though. I'm you know? not going to say nice things.
1: I will. Okay. I'll balance you out. Johnny. I'll
0: be somewhere in the middle. Okay. I, okay. I will say I think he should have won Best Actor or this year. Oh, I thought uh-huh. he went
1: for this, and I was not like, for I won't say not for this one.
0: Not for this one, but he <laughs> okay, okay, okay. should have been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All okay. right. Let's talk about Never Talk to Strangers. I find you incredibly attractive. Excuse me. me?
3: My name is Tony. Tony Ramirez. It's hard for me
2: to trust people. I spent the entire night with a complete stranger.
3: I was feeling nothing bad could happen when you're around.
2: (laughs) You think? He stayed with a psychopath who sends you dead flowers. I do not think it's him. (laughs) Uh, What is going on here? I have had
3: threatening phone messages in my own obituary in a newspaper. It's usually someone you know. Maybe even a boyfriend. Do you want to know everything about me? what do I know about you? Nothing. (laughs) This guy is a total schizo. Rebecca De Mornay. Antonio Banderas. Never. Talk to strangers.
1: So I'm guessing that maybe out of Almost maybe all the movies we've done during this series, this is gonna be the one that no one has seen.
0: (laughs) I don't know anyone who's seen this.
1: I had not heard about it. Max, it was also the last thing you watched here before you had to go back home to Los Angeles. So I think I also have some attachment for it because we actually gotta watch it together and it is kind of cuckoo, but the plot goes (laughs) as so. (laughs) So it follows someone named Sarah who's played by Rebecca De Mornay. She is a criminal psychologist whose current patient is a murderer played by Harry Stanton he and his lawyers are attempting to plead not guilty for reasons of like fight club multiple personality syndrome and Sarah is sort of waffling on whether or not she believes it and then as if working with killers isn't hard enough she also has to live in the same building as someone named Cliff who fucking is played by Dennis Miller (laughs) 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 and he will like not stop trying to fuck her it seems like maybe they've hooked up one time before and he just feels like that gives him permission to knock on her door
0: yeah she seems to have not enjoyed it
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. He's like
0: the epitome of like, I'm the nice guy upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, Come on, just let me fuck you one more time. (laughs)
1: He's really slimy. Um, Luckily, though, while shopping for wine, Sarah meets a mystery man with a ponytail and strongly held belief in domestic Pinot Noirs. His name is Tony, and he's played by Antonio Banderas, as we said. After sort of an uncomfortable courtship, they begin to fall in love and have like a lusty affair. And then as soon as Sarah sort of like lets Tony into her life, she starts receiving harassing notes and warnings. And she begins to wonder if her fuckboy is also behind the disturbing mementos i feel like i also left the part out where it turns out we're told early on from dennis miller that she's been like broken up with but she's like no i haven't been my fiance just left without a trace a year ago and i've never heard
0: from him again oh yeah that kind of just gets slipped in it gets he's sick, like you yeah. gotta move on you gotta meet a nice guy and she's like well my husband disappeared without a trace fiance fiance yeah, yeah our fiance and she also has a really drunk dad who shows up right. like out of a horror movie and is like can i come in and then <laughs> it's just like stumbling around her apartment and she's like do you want to come back for christmas and he's like fuck christmas and then he just leaves and then we'll get more into that later on because yeah, yeah. it's actually very important it doesn't seem important when he does I show up but i thought
1: it, it seemed very i have a note that it's like question mark question mark underline underline
0: i just was like this guy's so drunk i would not let him in my house <laughs> also, I believe that when Antonio Banderas does convince her to come over to his fuck house, he does say like he pulls up on her motorcycle next to her and he's like, "Say yes, <laughs> say yes." yes.
3: Oh, oh yeah, when she's, when she's
2: in the when she's in the cab,
0: like, yeah, yeah, and that convinces her. She's like, "Okay."
2: <laughs> she's rejected him four times in yeah. the concrete, but gets in the car and finally is like, "You know what? I'm
0: in." <laughs> okay, I didn't know you rode a motorcycle.
1: <laughs> Just you
2: really are a time.
0: bad boy. <laughs> What's the <this> score? <laughs>
1: I, it's lower than I thought it was going to be. It's 15%. And maybe because, again, I was watching it with you. It doesn't, I didn't never, listen, I never thought the movie was good, but it was a movie that I, it did surprise me along the way the entire time. So, yeah. I mean, I
0: definitely didn't see the ending coming. It's
1: like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you yeah. that much. It's <laughs> like when you fuck someone new and you don't expect <laughs> him to have like a crazy tattoo, like a huge back piece. And then he does, like that is this movie to me. That's I was just like, every oh every woman God, that God,
0: really? Ben Affleck 2000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah,
1: exactly. exactly. Oh, my
0: God. What's on your back? I've seen is, these movies. I've never seen this, though.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: What does he have? Is it, It's not a giant Dunkin' Donuts tattoo, is it?
1: It should no, be. That, that would, would be actually fucking be diet. a lot cooler. No, it's like a
0: dragon, isn't it? Oh, good. <laughs> <A
2: giant? laughs>
1: It's pretty crazy. Oh, phew.
2: I think 15% is a beautiful rating for this <laughs> this mess of a movie that so it just gets uh, worse and worse and worse. Like I really was here for Rebecca for most of the beginning of the movie. I was like,
0: oh, she's actually okay. Rebecca de Mornay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, she also was an executive producer on this. So it
0: oh, was, so she I, was stoked to make it. <laughs> yeah,
2: she, really, she really had a hand in making sure this, this movie got made. This was her passion project. But like as the movie progressed, and she was getting more and more threatening shit it her acting really took a took a turn and Antonio yeah
1: it's not his best I was talking
2: with my boyfriend about this what is he great in other than Spy Kids Pain and
1: Glory
0: oh Oh, he's that's 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 very great time you up time time, you down any El Maldivar movie the sky I was I I love Mask of Zorro he is good in I was going to say, I think
1: he is a good Zorro. yeah. He's
0: really good. And that's actually not a bad movie either. He's good in Ruby Sparks for the 10 minutes that he's in it. Oh, yeah. He's oh. very briefly in that. But he's really funny. It is rotten tomatoes. It is. It's so, a lot of rotten. So much Puss, rotten. What about Puss in Boots? Oh, God. I, he is the star. I do
1: find him really hot. Well,
0: I think this is his worst period as an actor. It was like post kind of like in the Desperado era where they're trying to groom mm-hmm. him to be this Hollywood leading man. And mm-hmm. he does often feel like he does kind of feel like a soap opera actor. Actor that like stumbled into like leading roles at yeah. times like especially in this movie but i think his entire character in this it feels like a soap opera villain given like a star vehicle i mean i don't know he's he's doing what the script asks him to do yeah because he yeah.
1: does want us to think that his otherness as like a latino character is like the threatening presence in the movie and that's like part of the erotic thrill right and so i kind of appreciated how the movie like baited the audience to be like i bet you think we're racist <laughs> I mean, and by doing it it is also kind of racist. <laughs> but I but I also sort of appreciate it. I
0: mean, they're preying on our expectations as an audience. I like Femme Fatale. I think he's really fun in Femme Fatal. Oh yeah. I don't know how good he is maybe in it. He does have a scene where he pretends to be a gay photographer that left something in a hotel room in order to get in, and it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Because his interpretation of a gay man is really fucked up. But also like, why did anybody think that this was okay? And also I like
1: seen that would be so long.
0: It's really good, but he basically shows up at the door and is like, "Hi, mm-hmm. am I come in?" He's like shaking his hands around. And you're like, "This is crazy." Just air air kissing in? for no reason. Yeah, and for some reason, she's like, "Okay, you can, you can come in."
1: I you also thought like his hair person. in this movie is really confusing.
0: It's disgusting.
1: It is. Disgusting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so long and so oily. Tight but I think that's,
1: in the wrong like, spot every time. It's, it's but always I think in like
0: a loose. Braid. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean, like he is the guy that like your mom would think is hot on a soap opera that she's like, ooh, he's back. Look at who, look who it is. <laughs> Antonio's the, the in this show- episode.
2: <laughs> the shower scene in
0: particular is one that. Oh, I'm, when he's throwing his hair back.
2: It's incredibly <laughs> unsexy
0: to me. I, but that, That's was- my favorite shot in the trailer. That's what made me want to do this one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need an fits into this. <laughs> I
2: like, in, I like the idea of Rebecca <laughs> casting him as, as in her executive producer role, being like, "No, we really need a shot of your ass twice, oh, totally, in the same five minutes."
0: I mean, and I will your say, hair that, dripping
2: yeah. down onto
0: that ass. It's one of the only movies that we've seen in the series that does sexualize the man and yeah. like kind of treats him a big hunk of
1: me. Yeah, like they, the the sex scene in this. I mean, it is kind of funny and weird, but like they look like they are fucking. It's not like a weird. <laughs> it's not. Block in any way, like Rebecca De is also like super naked.
3: She's
0: very so. naked. I oh, mean, yeah. she bites his ass. I love.
1: Oh that. yeah, the sex scenes are so. They're pretty weird. crazy. She yeah, says, he
2: slaps. How her- I like my men wet. And naked, and then she bites his ass.
3: That's he, uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's oh, her, pretty crazy. Her long
2: tongue, her tongue
1: sticking. Oh close my! God. Oh yeah, her tongue no. is.
0: we yeah, we were both like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Dude, yeah, maybe we should just talk about the cage fuck.
0: Yeah, I mean let's definitely talk about the cage fuck. Is by far the best thing. So so fuck. he lives in a loft that's attached to what seems to be a carnival. Or okay, okay, yeah. So yeah, something yeah, let's be clear we here. This about. guy lives in a warehouse above a sweatshop next to a carnival. Yeah, that is where, <laughs> is and he has a cage, a fuck right. cage, with a bed <laughs> in it. But his, I do this appreciate that house.
1: too. Because <laughs> typically in like these movies when like a dude has like a fucked up pad, it's also like kind of nice. Like even Angel's pad and Buffy, even though it's like supposed to be like a shitty cave or Spikes cave, it's like kind of dope. I like how this is truly just like what a warehouse, like above a warehouse actually looks like. It's like fucking yeah. scary. A and loose sewing someone? machine.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If someone was like, meet me at my apartment for some wine and then it was that, <laughs> I you would mean like. Cave? Stay just until (laughs) it was like not super impolite to leave and then be like, I mean, oh my I God. would
0: definitely be sketched out as soon as I saw the sweatshop and was like, you live upstairs? Oh, <laughs> yeah. do you know what's going on downstairs? Because <laughs> it seems illegal and there's a carnival in town. Oh no, that's here every day. Okay. Oh, no. do you sleep at night? So <laughs> they bond, they bond over... <laughs> they
2: bond over a, what, a bottle of like a, a, a Bordeaux from 1961.
1: Yeah, it's like a old. A yeah. real
2: old bottle. And then like when he's... He, Oh my god when he's holding both glasses in one hand. I know Oh yeah when she opens the- <laughs> And then she opens the door and he's mid pour So sexy and creepy and mostly creepy Yeah but, like and then instantly she's like what am I doing I'm getting drunk with a stranger
0: in your dark loft and then she just stays I love it Yeah and she yeah. kind of like pours her heart out and then it when they do fuck it's really weird because it seems like it seems like they fell asleep sitting up yeah, and then they even wake even up and are like oh we should on. fuck Well they fight and then she no, leaves they, and then gonna- she
2: comes back The fight was so intense he literally like, grabs her by the neck. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And well, she's the
0: Well, oh, no, no, no. That's the second date. That's the okay. post-carnival date. <laughs>
1: Sorry. No,
0: oh, the first God. date is when they stay up all night, like, pouring their hearts out and then fall asleep, sitting up, and then wake up and fuck. The second date is when he takes her to a carnival. Is really good oh, at yeah. shooting. Yeah, and they go gets shooting. Her gir- oh, gets her the giraffe. She really loves the giraffe. And then they go back to his cage, and he, like, slaps her. And After she, she passes like,
2: out from yeah. trauma.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she comes back and is like, you bad bitch i'm gonna teach you a lesson and that's when she bites his ass sticks her gene simmons tongue through a cage and then fucks him while holding on the cage well yeah
2: because she leaves in a, after he like assaults her and calls her a fucking bitch and then she decides wait i'm not done i want to fuck him yeah so she brings she's like playing with the giraffe in a cab goes back
0: up, <laughs> shoves. It, you know on it, second thought <laughs>
2: He also when you get he so he showers while she's in the cab, then he immediately puts on a pair of jeans post shower. Oh my god, I have that note oh, yeah. too.
1: I was like, Oh my god. Ew, yeah. he's gonna and, give her a yeast infection.
2: He's gonna give himself something. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know.
2: And, and then she she like dominates him like I and he I like appreciate kind of that. Him.
0: I loved that shit. No, the cage fuck is the dopest scene. Like I was like, this is pretty tight.
2: But that sex scene is unreal. I loved... That was my favorite scene in the whole movie. Same. Um. I, even. Yeah, I loved it so much. I wish we got to see the sex scene a, a couple months before when Rebecca Domornay fucked Dennis Miller, but, you know, they have to lead us in with something. I'm sure I mean, it was I bet not it was in so a cage. Boring.
0: Yeah, it probably sucked and It sounds like she was drunk. If yeah. this
2: is what she's like in the sack, uh, I have no doubts that it was crazy and she dominated the we'll, shit out of that loser.
0: We should probably also talk about... well. I mean, maybe let's save the reveal, just like okay, the movie okay. does for the last five minutes of the movie.
1: Okay, I will say...
0: It's mercifully if, if short, we wanna, though. If
1: we want to, like, start hinting at the reveal, I did have a note really early on that was, like, she's acting kind of weird, like repulsion. Listen, I did not know what the reveal was, but I did think that her character was, like, more off than I thought the movie wanted her to be, and then the movie right. reveals that, like, that's intentional. But I just thought she was acting, like, so bizarre, especially because the only other movie I think I've seen her in recently is A Hand That Rocks a Cradle where she's also like so
0: I, I think I realized watching this movie too I was like I like her as an actress but I do think that Naomi Watts showing up a few years later ended up being the better version of her she has got strong Naomi Watts. She's vibes. got Naomi Watts vibes but Naomi Watts, I feel like is a lot more like versatile.
2: But there was so much like undertones of men treating women like they're lesser and then also like when she goes to the cop and he doesn't believe her and she's oh, yeah. all pissed off about that, but it also ends up working in her favor at the end of the movie. So it is like this this duality totally. of like gender and perception.
1: Well, right. what I thought it was at first, like with my repulsion note, where I was just like, because I am a single lady that lives alone, and it was just like in no place could she like escape these fucking dudes. It's like Harry D. Stanton is like fine, whatever. At least he's chained up or like behind a cage or whatever, a different kind of cage. And but like then his lawyer is just like in her face, saying, oh, yeah, like that just guy. being like, decide, decide, decide. And it's like, yo, fuck you. It doesn't seem like it should be up to you because you're his lawyer. And then she comes home and fucking Dennis Miller Miller is like there with like a bottle of Stoli or something and then she goes to the grocery store and Antonia Banderas won't stop bothering her and then she comes back home and her drunk dad's there and I was just like oh my god this woman just wants to like take a bath and masturbate like this woman cannot get these men out of her space they're constantly like encroaching on her that it was like frustrating me because I think that would be my worst nightmare is if like I couldn't get like a minute to myself and like just some dude with some big dumb dick was like constantly in my way um
2: i <laughs> And she was like a very just clearly intelligent woman, too. What she's a fucking psychologist. Has a hard job. Like she she's kind got, of
1: has like a the same job that like Jodie Foster would have in like Silence at the Lamps, it seems like. Like a
0: but sexy. If, if only Clarice Starling was, was fucking was a guy who lived in a cage.
1: No, truly. Cause that's it, what like was going Harry, on.
0: <laughs> even this. the
1: Harry Dean Stanton stuff, like Max, you were saying, it seems like he probably like filmed all of his scenes in a day. Oh, yeah. He shot his
0: scenes in six hours and left for sure.
1: I love the guy. I don't right. think he did a bad job. But even as I was like, writing the synopsis for the movie I was like oh yeah she there's like this weird plot that kind that of gets is really only I guess there it is it a harbinger himself.
0: for the twist that's all it is is. You're right yeah it's yeah also there's the really weird scene the last time I think you see him she's leaving and like he I don't know if they just dubbed it later in post because they didn't have anything or it's not him because it sounds so weird she's leaving and he just goes bye like really <laughs> joyfully <laughs> I'm just like what the fuck <laughs> it's like some death row inmate he's like see you later <laughs> no you're right every guy who is in this woman's life is an absolute fucking nightmare and it's a once again a testament to how utterly unlikable Dennis Miller is that he's somehow yeah. the worst. He's somehow worse than the guy who lives in the Kate, a cave. The drunk dad. Alcoholic dad. The serial killer with multiple personalities <laughs> and the annoying lawyer.
1: Oh <laughs>
0: the guy upstairs Dennis- is your worst nightmare. <laughs> Den- Dennis Miller literally, what does he say? She's like, you really are too persistent. She's like yeah, I'm Sisyphus with a hard-on or something. Oh God. Oh, you know, grace. he probably improvised that too and thought it was tight. I I'm a comedian. I can do this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd literally, like, I'd rather fuck a lunatic stalker than Dennis Miller. I would rather I would be like I'll fuck the guy I'm interviewing every day on death row I'd rather yeah. fuck him than you
2: yeah his That's character was was he supposed he wasn't he, there's no way they wanted him to be like the nice guy he was such a dick I think they did I think, I did, think, well, I think, I think people set, liked him in no
1: night. I think it was setting you up to think he was going to be the nice I think this is movie this movie is like more self-reflexive than like maybe like we're giving it credit for like I do think it sets you up to be like oh he's a nice neighbor because he just like presses so many times that, that like at some point to match I was like, I think maybe he might be the bad guy in the movie. Yeah, which I, it thought, it I thought he so was. Overt. Yeah, exactly. So I actually think I kinda like this movie because I think that like it while still being like stupid <laughs> was like at least like amending some of like not even amending, it just is like playing with like the format in a way that I was like, I don't know, I'm having fun here. I think it's nutter butters, but like I <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Like I truly didn't know what was gonna happen. And I did think that like it turns out that Dennis Miller was gonna be, oh, a nice guy that's actually a stalker until he gets hit with the golf club
2: the scene where yeah, he's like try, <laughs> trying to trying to protect her and then gets goes to the ER yeah, yeah
0: he gets he gets i mean i think that would he gets rocked so hard that he has to go to the hospital yeah. and he's yeah. on I what mean,
2: seems uh, to be life <laughs> <leg> support <laughs> it would be yeah, i know. I would it would be was such fucking trick- loser like, got hit it.
0: the doctor i mean i guess he's a loser he <laughs> really took this hit pretty hard yeah it's like it's like michael scott with That's a, a real bitch. grill <laughs> true 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 i think that would have been a better ending though is revealing that he was actually the dylan in the movie
1: i think that that would be like the now ending which i kind of appreciate like i i yeah. think this movie is fun okay can we talk about all like all the spooky things that she gets in the mail and yes. stuff
0: the bread when she opens the flower box with the dead so like flowers those
1: long flower boxes yeah, yeah, that like i have the- never seen in person by the way
0: <laughs> oh, i'm sorry for you <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> i'll send you flowers in the big box with wonder bread <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. she opens the box, and I think Courtney and I both were like, is that bread?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Because she keeps
0: talking about the dead flowers, but no one talks about the bread.
2: Long stem roses,
0: stale wonder bread. (laughs) Like, fuck whatever the flowers. I'd be like, well, maybe they sent them a while ago, and they got lost, but why is there bread in here? (laughs) That would be the darkest part to me. I'd be like, somebody sent me bread, and I don't know why. (laughs) Like, she's a pigeon, and someone crumbled the bread and was like, here you go, lady.
1: (laughs) Or I it would make more sense if there was no roses and it was all garbage. It was you like, no. Just
0: been a bunch of bread. Wow, I I mean I don't need all this bread.
2: Yeah, or if the bread was rotten or something, it really
0: was just like someone <laughs> You told was me you like bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, the
3: bread whoever of the made,
1: the made that choice, like, <laughs> bravo, because it has brought me so much joy during this trying time.
0: It's oh, so just, tight. It's like that, That's I, a stalker motive. <laughs> Correct. You me said if he sent wrong, you bread,
1: uh-huh.
2: but didn't. Did she have a note? Was it so? It went what? Dead flowers and bread. Did that one have a note?
1: No, that one I don't think had a note. And, and then the she next one was note. the
2: obituary.
1: Oh, that one I think is tight. That that that's is a genius. Like a, that's genius. The like,
0: obituary is good. That's pretty scary.
1: So she gets her own obit.
0: The bread is just weird. The, yes. bread, the obituary would be like, okay, this guy means business.
1: Yeah, that one's tight. I will say Bravo. <laughs> I thought like, he was just stupid, but <laughs> I'm keeping that in my pocket for when someone pisses me off.
0: No, I think that was great, but I mean the the. The absolute best thing that happens to her is her coming home, and it looks like someone wrote in shit on her wall (laughs) fucking moron, die. (laughs) That is the fucking tightest thing. Because it's so... I want to say that whoever was in the art department was supposed to write, like, die, fuck it, like...
1: Die, bitch, die. Die,
0: bitch, die or-, or something. And they just got confused and, <laughs> wrote fucking moron die. But it was already stuck like that and they had to shoot it and were like, fuck it.
1: Can you intersperse <laughs> it with hunger to make it say <laughs> that?
0: Fucking moron! Die. (laughs) If I came home to that, like, what the fuck?
2: (laughs) And she's like ferociously scrubbing it, and it did make me think that it was shit because then she immediately runs to the bathroom to throw up. I mean, it's
1: It's brown.
0: I mean, it looks like someone wrote that shit.
1: Like, what else is it? Like, why would you pick brown paint?
0: Someone (laughs) ate a bunch of bread and then wrote it on the wall. And but
2: the thing that fucked my head up was that before she got. The fucking moron die and poop above her bed. (laughs) the old woman down the, down the hall had gotten a package for her and in it was the dead cat and the oh yeah she's
0: woman, like I got a package for you and she
2: takes it home and it's just ooh someone dead, likes you it's like this old woman must have no sense of smell if she, this
1: True. dead I mean, cat has
2: just now been hanging in a box in her apartment something smells good
1: at <laughs> least a couple <laughs> of dude and even the note that she gets and I forget what the note says but like it's a classic serial killer note where it's been oh, cut yeah. out of a magazine but then the person Goes the extra mile and photocopies it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, that kind of takes some of the effect away. We don't get to see what makes. Because they, they
0: probably did There's it without gloves, texture. and we're like, oh fuck, like, hey, the <laughs> prints are all over this. <laughs> well, I guess I'm gonna have to write fucking more on dye on our wall.
1: <laughs> oh, and is the final thing that happens like someone loosens her heater that, like all apartments, is right above her bathtub. So she almost, she like nearly escaped being electrocuted.
2: I do. I give her props for both bathing and showering at the same time. Time. I, I'd enjoy that. You know that.
1: what? I do that sometimes. So do that, I. I love it. It's not so, sexy, but it's fun.
0: No, because you're um, <laughs> sitting in your own filth.
1: It's <laughs> <Yeah>. not sexy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so she cozy. has
0: all these crazy things happen to her. I mean, the fucking moron die thing, too. I think for a second I maybe chalked up to, like, weirdly racist. I was like, is it because he doesn't, like, speak very good English or something? Oh, but they yeah. were like, ah, oh, fucking moron die. Like, that was how he interpreted
1: it. Right, right, right. Wait, and then there's a plot point where she hires a private eye to follow him while he goes on a business trip.
0: <laughs> the worst private investigator ever in a movie. Oh, yeah,
2: so this bumbling <laughs> private investigator, as they, like, they've now been f- fucking a bunch, and... <laughs> we'll talk about I think probably Courtney I know Courtney and I's favorite scene is that happens just before the private investigator with the tr- like he's teaching her how to trust again but
0: first of all the it's private so investigator I got to give props to the production designer again because his house is designed like he lives with his mother and she's like in the other room and at one point he starts chugging from a carton of milk <laughs> and I was like who the fuck is this loser yeah it's exactly. gonna be uh five thousand dollars <laughs> oh god yeah when you think my Mom's cooking.
2: <laughs> when he's like ho- hovering over a phone booth, like running after the plane just to get on. He was a fucking mess.
0: Yeah, he went to like the missile. <laughs> he's out out of breath every private eye. He gets on the phone. He's like, hey, I'm glad I got you. Oh, You're never going to no believe it. I thought he was going
1: to like, I he was gonna get killed or something. Dude, he,
0: they should have killed him because he's <laughs> he an seems idiot. He
1: like could barely cross the street. Yeah.
2: He did somehow find out that Antonio Banderas, aka okay, Tony Ramirez, spent $700. At a liquor store before he went to Albany <laughs> to see his wife and child.
0: Yeah, which is really confusing because then you think it's like, well, is this guy like an alcoholic or something? It's really right. weird. He's like, listen, I like, took it I got to me. Maybe it was news. a
1: liquor store that sold wine, and he's just and, like that. And he's
2: talking
0: like, up. <laughs> I
1: don't know, buddy. I assume like, he
2: got a really nice
0: bottle of wine to bring to his, the his, of his family. Child. Also, how does the PI afford all these trips?
1: I don't know. It's, it's like literally, literally has to keep... the worst time to hire a PI. It's like when he has to keep plane jumping.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he has to plane jump and jump and hop around a bunch of trains. And it seems like impromptu. It seems like he's like, oh, fuck, he's going to Boston. Yeah. I, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I thought, I thought that party? he was going to whip out a
3: badge
2: or something, but he just bought a ticket. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he paid his own way.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's a write-off. <laughs> War expense. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but then so that makes her like, suspicious because he has a family, it seems like, in Albany.
0: Right, where... which also seems like another kind of, like, racist stereotype thing where they're like, oh, this guy has, like, some yeah. family in another state. Do we know even if that's his ex-wife or
1: We'll know well, no, later that it's not actually yeah, it's, it's a like, family member. It's like a cousin or something, a sister or something like that.
0: Right, which doesn't but No,
1: he the private eye just like, you know, does what all good private eyes do and sees him uh, be physically affectionate with another brown person and assumes it's his wife. Um, <laughs> they got like
0: 16 kids, you and, know. And the is, deal. <laughs> <laughs> dripping in sweat.
1: <laughs> and it is like Fuck. fishy to her because Albany is where she's originally from, I think, and where mm-hmm. her missing her, mom died. Yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah. missing uh, fiance is from so she so, thinks that he's like stalking her and like trying to figure out her shit
0: which which so. brings us to another plot point so her mom died when she was a kid and oh, yeah <laughs> we slowly find out that the drunk dad that showed up at her house that does not want to celebrate christmas with her killed the mom in a domestic kind of on- speci- like his da- her dad was an abusive husband an alcoholic so he got drunk and he shoved the mom down the stairs and she tripped going down the stairs and broke her neck so she's dead but then the craziest part <laughs> you <laughs> Is that yeah. for some reason he's like I, I know how to cover this up. He wakes up his infant daughter, puts a gun in her an hand.
1: not listen, okay, listen. That, is a, okay,
0: okay, that is a toddler. That is a toddler match. He wakes up his toddler daughter, puts a gun in her hand. That's like an adorable
1: poltergeist, like white-haired blonde girl. Yeah, and he's like he's
0: like all right, sweetie, uh, we gotta we gotta do something about this because mommy's <laughs> being real weird. And then he put a gun in her hands, and he has the daughter shoot the mom, which is insane because. Yeah. Literally Literally all he had to do, if he really wanted to cover it up, knowing what we know about how abusive husbands get away with shit like this all the time, is be like, well, she she but for some reason he's like, no, fuck that. They're going to more believe that my daughter, my like five-year-old daughter, got the gun and somehow shot her. By accident. When any good crime scene in, investigators would yeah, like, in to look head. at that and be like, well, it looks like she broke her fucking neck. and yeah, her neck is so it. broken in the in so, the, the flashback. I
1: know. It's like, sorry, you have to have a close cassock funeral just because now you decided put, to put that. That garnish on it, yeah. I-
2: yeah, oh my gosh. When the, yeah, the dad like wraps his hands around the little girl because, you know, the four-year-old can't shoot
0: her bomb. And no. He- yeah, I, if I was a cop, I'd be like, this gun is bigger than her. What do you mean? How'd she get well- this gun? What's going on here? <laughs> what, how'd her neck break first? What I'm happened up. here? <laughs> You're not
3: going to leave. I won't let you.
2: You'll never, ever touch that child again.
3: Don't do this, Allison. Don't make me angry. mama's been bad
0: and gotten daddy in trouble
3: you have to help daddy pull the trigger do as you're told
2: one two three all right all right
3: daddy will help you
2: Did y'all see that she was watching? It looked like it was that movie Marnie, the Hitchcock okay, film. I, was no, it Marnie so or was it Rebecca? It was one of those old school movies about. It's exactly this film with
1: like this. That is so funny. Post You have that because I didn't see that, and I have a note that I said that I think that it's riffing on both Repulsion, Polanski movie, and Marnie by Alfred Hitchcock. Because I do think it's trying to do both things, and for that I, I kind of Marney. also appreciate it. Marnie's great, but it's a movie where oh, what is her name? Tim Tippy Hedren, Hedren is mm-hmm. also, yeah, it's like having flashbacks of an abusive experience with her mother.
2: Okay, gotcha. And her mom was a prostitute and all these sailors would come through and she would
0: witness a lot of violence against her Okay, mother. gotcha. That makes Sean sense because a lot of the reviews of like, for it mentioned Tippi Hedren.
1: Okay, and like Sean Connery, what kind of like breaks her of the trauma by almost like reintroducing her to the trauma? It's almost like if your dad catches you smoking he's like, smoke a whole pack, baby. Because like, well,
2: there's a whole thing about the, the a certain light in the house. I think it's like yeah. a red Light yeah. or something that triggers her just like I guess holding a gun would trigger Dr. Sarah. So yeah, I thought that was like, a, a, I And she was watching a movie that I really think was Marnie at one point while her cat was alive.
1: I don't think this movie like comes together in like the right gel that maybe it would need to to be great or anything, but uh, it's like, <laughs> it reminded me of Marnie and Repulsion. I can't hate it. So then like the twist. Oh so the
0: yeah, twist? now the twist just because before the twist, we do find oh, out yeah. that
2: Tony Ramirez is actually investigating her to figure yeah. out what, happened to, what her happened to her husband husband 11 or whatever. Yeah. So, so she he, goes to his sex dungeon place and finds all these photos of her and thinks that he's stalking her and then like the he, he climbs up out. into
0: his apartment on his motorcycle because oh, it's yeah. kind of apartment that he lives
3: yeah.
0: in <laughs> he just so, rides in the elevator fits the motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> this guy's apartment probably smells like shit <laughs>
1: yeah, I know but I mean that is something else that I kind of appreciate them about the movies that was like the red herring of it is the audience's racism by being accustomed to seeing other movies like this where the brown character is a scary person where it turns out he's the actual good guy if there is a good guy in this movie and he does tell her earlier on yeah
0: he tells her earlier on that he used to be a cop and I couldn't understand him (laughs) I actually thought that he said he used to be a car I was very confused (laughs) I'm a man I thought yeah I thought (laughs) she was like what did you used to do and he was like I used to be a car and (laughs) she even looks at him kind of confused like what did you say and then but yeah he used to be a cop and then she finds out also from the P.I. believe that he was fired for like i think he beat up a A suspect uh, some some shit oh you don't Uh, get
1: fired for that
0: yeah i know you get promoted (laughs) i thought they would get promoted but i did not (laughs) so now i live in a fuck cage (laughs) so now he's like his own he's he's a better private investigator than the pi that she hires oh
1: absolutely
0: so so, he
1: got a little too like involved with the case Yes. In the sense that a he gr- ends up having weird kinky sex with Rebecca De Marnay, but I mean, that seems to have been part of the face.
0: plan. I mean, yeah, it's, right. it, it doesn't seem like he stumbled into that. It seems like that was the plan. was like, I'm going to Yeah,
1: her. like, I'm so irresistible. That is yeah, so tight. Like, I wish I was that hot.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm an investigator, but I got to fuck her too. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I get to know my victims are my... <laughs>
1: But I do think, like, we're supposed to think that he kind of falls for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies where you do have to sp- suspend disbelief because it's so, like, kind of mechanical and building towards its twist. So, obviously, a lot of things that come before you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense because... Right. Who wants to talk about the twist? Johnny? You want Johnny. To the
2: whole, well, it turns out, guys, the whole time <laughs> she was doing it to herself.
1: What? What if the
2: whole time you were looking
0: into them they were looking into you?
2: <laughs> she was sending in the obituary. She was killing her cat. She, she sent writing herself writing, bread. <laughs> Moron die. And shit above her own bed.
1: Yeah, she like, fight, it was like, it's like Fight Club, she like Fight Club gone girls herself all in one thing. She was harassing herself. She's the one with multiple personalities. It doesn't feel like she's really cognizant of it it also no. kind of felt like yeah, at the but end she is she wears so her cognizant gown, of crazy. it she's
0: crazy well yeah no but she's yeah. so cognizant of it that she can control them because she knows how to use them almost like a weapon she's able to kind of turn it on a dime which look that's fine that's interesting that's a fun thing for an actor to play in a movie like this but it doesn't really seem like she's that cognizant of it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it just seems I like they died. wrote the movie and then we're like what do we do at the end well what if it's all in her head which is like a big obviously, trend that was happening between now and post the Sixth Sense. Yeah, when was Primal Fear? The same year. But she did a great job at the very end of being able to kill... She, what, yeah. shoots Antonio
2: Banderas and then shoots she, her dad. Shoots her dad in the dick, which is pretty oh, tight. I mean,
0: props yeah. props for that. She's like... Because
1: there was also you. it's kind of, it seemed like it did hint at like maybe he used to touch her, too. He
0: definitely fucked with her. Which is in, also yeah. in
1: Repulsion, that dad, like, we're supposed to think that that happened to right. Catherine. Yeah, so I was like, I don't know. That's yeah,
0: the dad was disgusting from the beginning to the end yeah so yeah in retrospect I, and i really wish because some movies do do this i i think this would have been the perfect movie to do the cutaways of like showing what actually happened and showing her mailing herself red and showing mm. herself taking a shit and <laughs> scrubbing fucking it on the wall, been
1: so rewarding which
0: is great because then it makes more sense that she's like well i'm gonna frame him so i'm gonna write it racist i'm gonna write it in mm-hmm. bad oh goodness. <laughs> I would love to see her drop off her dead cat at the. Killing old her lady's cat, apartment. yeah. She really does a lot to herself. But
2: they really they unloaded so much in the last like eight minutes. Yeah. Um. Because like the dad yeah. shows up, she reveals all of this trauma, all the multiple personalities. She kills both these men, gets away with it seemingly scot free.
1: Oh yeah, and then she, yeah, she, she like changes her voice. Dean Stanton. yeah. She yeah, yeah, decides yeah. that Harry and Dean Sand doesn't have multiple personalities too, because right? she
0: does. Yeah. Because yeah. she
1: does, and so she's able to suss out a faker. It. <laughs> It worked
2: out that yeah, this old this old man and this brown guy, but it worked out that she had actually reported that she was being stalked, at least, you know, like she oh, at least true. had some I
0: mean, look, she she planted That's the seeds. Super
2: true. <laughs> and she was saying and she was saying there was some really messed up I mean, I think a lot of people assume they learned stuff about psychology from shit movies like this when, because she had some very corny voiceovers where she's just like, it takes someone with multiple personalities to understand people with multiple personalities. And if you don't have trauma, like you'll never be able to like deal right, with it right. the way that I'm Able to deal with it. I was like, right. I "Don't know if this plays out in real life, Rebecca." No, <laughs> but because, here you are. <laughs> yeah, hope she goes, um, with Dennis.
1: Well, I was gonna say, I think the movie does end yeah. happily because then we <laughs> cut to like a few months in the future, and her and Dennis Miller—they're dating. So I think that we at least have like the hope that, that she he's kills him, die. later. Yeah, and that's yeah, that, that's really satisfying. And he, that's again, it like, It is why a bummer to not movie, see him you
0: know, die on screen, though. I he's such a perfect early death. Like, come on, really? good. Yeah.
1: No, I like to. Th- I like. The fact that that character thinks that like he finally is getting what he wants, like, and he gets like to walk off. Huh. I guess nice guys happy. really
0: do finish last.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I kind of like it this way because I do think like he's so annoying throughout the whole movie, and I
0: yeah, and you kind of build up present. so much hatred towards him as you yeah. see base that by the end it's like a choose your own adventure death where you're like oh I can really imagine the horrible way that he's gonna die now at the hands of this woman
3: exactly exactly
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I would like to see uh, yeah like him trust fall into like a big old knife or
2: something
1: oh yeah we didn't t- trust fall. That's the best sure. scene in the
2: whole movie to me. The, the because it's so out of place. Scene. It
1: looks like it's in like a debridge commercial like for like diamonds. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, the yeah. movie is kind of shot like a lifetime movie. It has yeah. all the ingredients of a lifetime movie. It moves very quickly for me. I thought it was a really easy watch. Oh, it's okay. super fun.
2: But it's like that scene fun. where they're wa- they're walking together and they're really getting to know each other at this point. And the they walk like the, the guy is just like snow plowing one of those like push carts on the sidewalk. So it's just mm-hmm. like you yeah blowing all the snow away and instead of like moving fully out of the way they just walk a sort of out of the way so that they both get hit and i love yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> they both just like and they get hit by like piles of snow (laughs) and and I think it's Antonio Banderas who introduces the idea of a trust fall and then they just say yes (laughs) they they keep doing it (laughs) for so long (laughs) they trust fall like seven times each and And they're they're like laughing laughing. as if they're like
1: (laughs) tripping balls too like they're having a great time like I do not know what I would do if someone suggested that as a date activity I'd say Um,
0: no (laughs) I would do it let's go back to the cage and fuck what are we doing here you gotta fuck cage dude like
2: (laughs) but they do it's this like weird scene where they're laughing in what seems to be like i don't know like a viagra commercial yeah and then (laughs) and then they're like having like tangled sex yeah
0: yeah but the transition is incredible because they're like they fall into the snow and then all of a sudden it cuts to them like falling into bed and fucking it's art art. it was i was laughing
2: so hard during that and then there's the when they have the sheet over them like not much nudity in that moment but it was so so visceral and silly. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, This yep. is like, uh, I this is what they're doing right now. They're under the cover, Mormon style, bang it out. Yeah,
1: I'm really surprised I had never heard of this movie before because of how just like horny and weird it is. <laughs> it
3: wasn't an accident, was it? You put the gun in my hand. What'd you say? She doesn't know what she's saying. You think I don't remember what happened? What you did to me every night? You think I don't remember the sound of your shoes coming into my bedroom every night? Why they took me away from you? Why my aunt would never let me see you? You fooled everybody. You never
0: fooled me. Should we talk about critics? Oh, please. Yes. There's not a whole lot of it. But yet yeah, as a fifteen percent, James Berardinelli of Real Views. He said, Here's a <laughs> here's a sure method to guess the who done it in bad mystery thrillers. Pick the suspect most likely to shock the audience, and you have the killer. True. Yeah. Peter Stack of San Francisco Gate said never talk to strangers. A new thriller with mean edges pushes the margins of plausibility, but it's mysterious and sexy enough to keep tension alive until too bad the whole thing collapses with a twist ending that is nearly laughable. I didn't think the ending was that laughable. Me
1: either. I kind of think that like... I If it was a better movie,
0: it could have worked.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't think it didn't work either. I just think that like all of its pieces were kind of like, they didn't quite fit, but it just was kind of cheap, but I didn't think it didn't work.
0: Yeah, it just felt felt a little hacked on. But finally caffeinated clint did see oh, never talk to strangers he saw it uh he didn't like it though he did not yeah. like it caffeinated clint said there's plenty of sex there's little plot there's reason to watch something else i That's i i will i d- disagree with caffeinated clint there's a lot of plot <laughs>
2: yeah. there's plenty of there's i'd say there's just as much plot as there is sex there's a lot of sex but not not it does not overwhelm the film
1: no yeah you if know? anything
2: it's over plotted yeah yeah there's it's, too much
0: shit going on it's and, like, too short for say. its plot yeah
2: because they really only have like two solid
0: sex scenes.
1: Two solid fucks, It's
2: yeah. The small I mean, one, and then Granted, the, the, the
0: cage fuck is pretty epic. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cinema. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Who's the MVP of Never talk to Strangers? Mm.
1: Listen, I think I'll give it to Rebecca, yeah. because I did think she was fucking weird upstart. And I also wanted to say, like- we talk about necklace hot a lot. I think Antonio is necklace hot, but this movie proves that he is not bracelet hot.
2: <laughs> he's not ring hot or bracelet hot. No,
1: I was like, oh, the yeah. buck stops at bracelet, buddy.
2: I would easily give it to Rebecca, a hundred percent. Even though some, when her reactions to like the bread in the box and the cat are um, <laughs> awful.
0: Oh, that's tough, man. I mean, well, she, maybe Harry she, Dean. She. I want to give it to Harry Dean because he's always the best, and like he probably got a good trip out of it and a nice paycheck, which is always good for him. But
1: <laughs> but Rebecca like believed in this material. She, was she
0: really did believe in this.
1: She this,
0: did, yeah. She championed this movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whoever came up with Die Fucking Moron or Fucking Moron Die. I think. we think. probably
1: put the bread in the box.
0: Yeah. Oh, Whoever, yeah. Who, I, whatever person in charge on set fucked up and wrote Fucking Moron Die. I mean... <laughs> I think well, they yeah. were like, this movie sucks. I'm going to fuck with it.
2: <laughs> we have to give it to the art department for the cage, for the fucking moron True. guy.
1: Art department the...
0: really brought it, and they had a low yeah. budget, so they really brought it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs>
2: There were but two cool fridges in the whole movie. I noticed he had a very cool fridge, and so yeah. did she. Her bathroom's pretty tight, too.
1: Her bathroom's nice cool, tub. too, except the heater being above the bathtub.
2: Which he wants to fix. I would live in Antonio <laughs> Banderas's apartment, truthfully. Johnny,
0: do you know about our rating system?
1: Johnny, this is brand new. Well,
2: I it's new.
0: would like to be yeah. introduced. Okay. <laughs> you can be a worse offender because it's just boring and bad. You can be a train wreck because it's so bad, but you just can't look away from it. You can be so bad it's good. It's a future cult classic. You can be pretty, pretty good. It's not that bad. Or you can be a misunderstood masterpiece. These critics are way off. This rules. It's definitely not that for me, uh, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with so bad it's good. Oh. Virgin on Trainwreck. Virgin I on Trainwreck. I'm
1: I'm like more Trainwreck, but yeah, like definitely I'm caught in between because it it is just like I couldn't stop watching it. I felt like I was like gasping, and then on top of my gas, would there'd be like another yeah. one.
0: Look, it's only 80 minutes, and I'm not mad that I bought this for three dollars. I'll watch it again. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna firmly go Trainwreck. I the
2: Antonia Banderas's performance alone is. Locking it in at train wreck. bread <laughs> in the box is uh, what would have been a so bad it's good. Mm. Poop smear on the wall is another. Oh man, it, what it could have been. But yeah. Antonio <laughs> is is horrendous. He's hard me. to
1: understand in this movie. Move on to this classic from my childhood. Fear. Yeah. Dad, meet David McCall.
3: Pleasure to meet you, sir. Hello. Same here, Dave. McCall's curfew is twelve o'clock. Alright. Hello you remember that song and dance about David in some perfect little town back east? Something like that. Well, guess again. He's got no family, no address, no work record. What's the big deal? Big deal, Laura, is that the guy gives me the creeps and the girl is my daughter. All about david There's something wrong with but him. your problem with david not he's Mom. not a good guy well this is gonna stop tell me you need me i need you david nicole Relax, steve my friends are practically family we disappear from my family's life you got that who? you should have allowed nature to take its course in the end it will anyway mr walker you okay oh. so let me out. go to call lock your door the phone
0: Here. welcome back to seattle <laughs> back in seattle where we immediately are dropped into the walker house which is comprised of a middle-aged dad played by william peterson which most of you probably know from csi but is also in manhunter into oh. live and die in la he was one of michael manzo's in the 80s so we're introduced to him his teenage daughter nicole played by reese witherspoon his second wife played by amy Brenneman, and her Young son who gives a fuck who plays him. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's a blonde child. Nicole enjoys an upper class livelihood uh, as an attractive white teenager. And compared to her BFF, <laughs> I thought her name was Mango. Margo. <laughs> this is my friend Mango.
1: <laughs> I mean, if anyone could have that name, it is Alyssa Milano.
0: It is Alyssa Milano, who plays Margo. She's studious. Uh, not not Margo. No, no, no. Margo. No, Margo's a bad girl. Nicole, though, she's studious. She's a little reserved in the epitome of 90s virginal innocence. While ditching class one day, Nicole sees David, played by Mark Wahlberg. He's playing pool in a long sleeve shirt so tight, it's probably still shaped like his abs. And she is quickly... <laughs> taken in by his bad boy charm he also kind of like he does like a, some stupid handshakes with some people too that i think are supposed to be cool and she's like, that's hot yeah <laughs> uh he's doing whatever the 90s days. version of like dabbing people up is right <laughs>
3: uh
0: at first he's really sweet and sensitive but soon his affection towards nicole curdles into toxic possession david becomes violently determined to make nicole his forever forever <laughs> and to also just really make the dad feel like a real bitch <laughs> it seems to be almost like no. That's like number two on the list. He's like, I'm gonna get her, but also I'm gonna really fuck with this guy. Oh, yeah. Like, so yeah. that's what's fear. The
1: what's the score? What's Yeah, Ooh. what's the score? Of this baby.
0: Forty-six percent. Ooh, not pretty bad.
1: high for one of our for one no, of our movies.
0: It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Listen,
1: it's, I texted you in, in like the first twenty minutes of me watching it, and I was like, I remember all of this. Like,
0: oh yeah. I this a is lot, the movie
1: that sure. I remember the most yeah. out of anything that we've watched, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely remembered the most of the climax, although there were a few things that I didn't remember that were fun, too.
2: The climax sure. on the roller coaster?
0: No. no, no. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody knows about the climax on the roller coaster.
2: This movie is definitely one that I used to watch. I told you guys earlier, but every time it was on TV, I would watch it from Same. wherever it was through the end because something about it, there was, there, like, as a kid as a teen or tween, I think you should, I was like a solid tween when I would watch this one in particular and it, it hit all the boxes. Like as Same. a really like sheltered kid, this is mm-hmm. the one. I was in a cold and I wanted to be a mango.
1: Same.
0: Um, Everybody it, wants to be a mango. It,
2: it was like really just like voyeurism into a, like that's why I loved Degrassi. It's why I loved all like the bad kids movies, right. shows and movies where you got to like vicariously live through these characters and it was like seemingly sexy but now as an adult, I'm watching watching it in almost horror. I, I think it's a horrible movie. Uh Incredible.
1: I don't think it's think horrible. Stuff? I
0: actually think it's pretty good.
1: I think it's kind of good. And I, I will say good. for one of these movies <laughs> that we're talking about, for what I think to be the most like memorable and talked about scene, the roller coaster scene where he fingers at her and she comes, for it to be like a scene that's based on like the pleasure of the female recipient, and then and she isn't like listen, she gets punished for it later because he's crazy, but I do think it like let her like it lets her enjoy her sexuality more than I think most movies let teenage girls enjoy their sexuality. Totally.
2: Okay, but when you were younger and you saw... Oh, listen,
1: that's not what I thought about when I was younger. I thought it was like a hot, hot, hot romance.
2: Yeah, but when you were younger, how old did you think Mark Wahlberg's character was? Because I think Reese Witherspoon is blatantly and openly 16. 16. She looks very young. She is clearly and listed and said in the script a few times that she is 16. 16. The youngest Mark Wahlberg can be in this movie is 19. But in reality, he's 20. Not reality meaning real life. When I found out... he was twenty three before I rewatched this movie. It changed this my my lens of how I was taking it yeah. so much. Twenty three, like when they shot the movie. No, no, he's his character is 23.
1: Is twenty three. Is twenty. So well, he was, was...
0: twenty three when they shot the movie too, and she was okay. twenty. So it's not like the grossest, but yeah, she it's was. Such, it's she statutory was rape regardless. She was eighteen yeah. when they shot, so she had just turned eighteen because this movie, which I did not know, was actually shot in nineteen ninety four. What? It was shot in nineteen ninety four. Oh, I put okay. I did the two, and years. it took two years for it to come out don't know why I couldn't find any information on why but it was shot why? in oh, 1994, yeah. which makes a lot of sense she was so young looking in this film and like a s-
2: lot of a uh, lot of showering
1: and I do think that the movie shows you she gross really likes things. her showers <laughs> yeah save some for dad True. I do think a lot of things right about being a teenage girl like they have a beautiful kitchen I would love to cook dinner in that well, kitchen they have a dope it's like house. a big open kitchen they have yeah. they have a great house and like listen I'm from the Pacific Northwest if you Fucking have a pool up here. You are filthy, like Ducktails rich. Like no one has a pool, and they have a nice security guard, seemingly. Yeah, so they're like rich as fuck. Like they're like Nike rich to me. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. But
2: as an adult watching it too, like none of what the dad does for work. Is clear. He is maybe no. an architect, maybe in like he kind of just has a law. lot of
0: deadlines that he keeps missing. He keeps missing deadlines and <laughs> But it's like <laughs> to oh,
1: have my a house Nicole, that
3: big my
2: watch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but to have a house that big in Seattle with that guard, he would have had to have like invented something, I feel like.
0: I invented architecture. <laughs> no, <truly. laughs> you don't understand.
1: <laughs> the well, moment at the beginning that got me was when so they're in that beautiful kitchen and his wife is hanging out with him, he's in there and and then Reese Witherspoon is like in like a cute, like not super suggestive dress at all, kind of just a mini skirt sundress. Yeah. And her face is obscured by the refrigerator and he kinda of checks his own daughter out. Yes, And he then it's like, are you out, wearing that? Yeah. He checks out his own daughter and then is like immediate, then a body shames her sort of, yep. which I do think is just a real thing. Like if you're growing up as a girl, you don't feel that much. Well, you do feel shame about your body from like what the TV tells you you should look like or teammates right. tell you what you should look like. And then you're home at your own house and then like your own parents point out when things don't fit you anymore. And it's just like, it's really upsetting because you just feel like you're like getting it from all angles. So I, re- I liked that detail in the movie and I started to feel for her character a lot. Again, the yeah. politics of this movie we are like sort of up. That said.
0: They mm, are and they're not this, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple times where they're not, and it's confusing because it's just not consistent because like, yeah, the dad does slut shame her without calling her a slut, but then there's the scene where the stepmom, Amy Brenneman, does call her a slut. She's like, you look Straight like up. a yeah. slut, take off that makeup, which sucks. And then the dad has a good reaction to it though. He's he like, hey, maybe don't he basically is like, hey, maybe don't call my daughter a slut next time. Like there's a better way to yeah. you can be upset with her, you can be worried, but don't call my daughter a slut, which is weird. Because it's just not consistent with the rest of his behavior. But then, and then the stepmom becomes like close to her, and There's, they're like kind of bonding.
2: It, the mom was the funniest character, I think, in the whole thing. She was truly oh, most- made no sense, consistent consistency at all. Well,
0: because we, the movie's not interested in her or the Reese Witherspoon character. It's only interested in Mark Wahlberg and the dad. Yeah, it that's the a, main dynamic, an ownership game of yes.
2: who has more control over Reese Witherspoon's sixteen year old body. Yeah. Yes. Not even like her as a person like truly like just her body yeah there's moments where she like, she's clearly a smart girl and she stands
0: up for mm-hmm. herself but it doesn't really amount to anything for me she's not a well-developed character i will say that's probably i think the biggest flaw of the movie is that you don't really know much about her i don't think and especially
1: a... knowing who she becomes later on as an actress too it feels like well she could have done it yeah and she's but... good
0: in the movie because yeah, she's, she's usually...
1: really good in the movie
0: she does her job everyone does her their job in the movie i don't think anyone is necessarily well we'll talk about it but i like i think me Brenneman just just like yeah you want me to play the stepmom sure I can be the fucking stepmom like I can be mm-hmm. the new woman or in his life and William Peterson is, I thought he oh, was, real, like I he was really bad in this what I, I thought become, he was very
1: uncharismatic
0: yeah he's not a very charismatic actor
1: but I don't think he's bad in the movie like, I think he does kind of play like a waning male figure
0: he's good in Michael Mann movies like he works in Manhunter he works in you know to live and die in LA the William freaking movie like he works in that kind of machismo detective role he has that down like he's good. It that. just didn't
2: seem like at the end of the day, if it's between having to choose whether Nicole ends up with uh, what's his name? David? Mm-hmm. Yeah. David or the dad? I'm like, there's not a good option in the bunch.
0: Take the the younger brother and leave with Mango.
3: <laughs> yeah, but
0: it's interesting because like the more I was watching it this time, and this is me just projecting my own, just kind of being silly, funny, mm-hmm. whatever thoughts on it, but watching it this time, I was like, oh, the movie's not really interested in any of the women in this movie. They're just mm-hmm. kind of there as props. They're there to be abused and they're there to be you know, objects to be controlled. But there is this really underlying interesting relationship between David and the dad that I don't think is Yeah,
1: they have so many strange moments together.
0: They kind of have sexual energy together. (laughs) Big time. I think that he wants to fuck David. And I don't think the movie recognizes that because when he finds out he's like, oh, he does yard work. He's like super respectful towards him. He talks to him how he wants to be talked to. And then he likes cars. So he likes everything that he likes. And Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, fuck. And he's like older. So I think that he does have have a weird thing with David the movie and David, doesn't David do kind of flirts with him a little yeah. bit. He, like, oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even
3: call, he, he even makes calls out, out
2: with his, his daughter. And, yeah. yeah,
1: he like kisses Reese Witherspoon and makes eye contact with him. It's fucking weird. Obviously, even though, yeah, her character's underdeveloped, like, I watch this movie and I just relate to Reese's character and mm. so, like, my reading of the movie is that, like, at every, like, I think what you're seeing as sexual connection, <laughs> sexual tension, I was reading as, like, like, this dad is scared of, like, a young version of himself. He doesn't want, which I think, like, we even For kind sure. of saw, like, a hint of, in what was it the crush yeah where like the dad is so overprotective he is just so like men want to protect women from themselves and that's it because right. like they are like what's gonna like hurt this oh, yeah. girl. and to an extent like he's he's right
0: no i think you're absolutely right in that like that is what the movie is trying to do i think right. the movie <laughs> didn't try to do but i think it's there accidentally and i don't know how it ended up in there and maybe i mean apparently johnny and i both got this out of it but i do think that there's sexual tension between the dad and this guy which did make me want to see an erotic thriller where the dad falls for the bad that
1: would be tight his
0: daughter i think that would be be and amazing (laughs) because it's there because he also not only checks him out he checks out his daughter and then he checks out mango Alyssa milano when she's in his office and she bends over yeah and and walbert catches him doing that and then kind of starts to i think at that point know how to manipulate him a little bit better and understand how to fuck with him that's when he sets the clock back
2: oh yeah Um, i mean that that whole big confrontation where he's just like if she didn't like me she wouldn't be like on my stick like I like she I've tasted every inch of her to the dad like knowing that like the dad is well that scene lecherous and like that's the one that I loved that scene I couldn't
0: believe yeah I think that's that's the most insane scene in the movie
3: David I don't want to beat around the bush I came to tell you that you're going to stop seeing Nicole now either you're as smart as you think you are and you'll just go away or else you're going to make things a lot harder on yourself than they have to be you know Steve you're really not a faggot I'm serious. You seem like a pretty solid guy. You should lighten up on yourself. We're not talking about me. We're talking- Yes, we are. So that's what this whole thing's about, Steve. Your inadequacies, your fears. You just wait a minute. Well, listen to me. See, I'm hip to your problems. All of them. I know you abandoned Nicole when she needed you most. Because I licked her sweet tears. But like it was yeah. such a dick
2: yeah. measuring contest being like, I get to touch these teen girls that you wish you could touch. I know. And, yeah. But if you could touch me, maybe it's like vicariously touching the teens.
1: It's also the scene. <laughs> maybe you could jerk me off is. a
0: little bit. I don't know. Kiss, kiss, is, kiss, kiss. Isn't it like, yeah, and, he, isn't and the dad's what, reaction is crazy. He doesn't even know how to deal with it. No,
1: he's, he's like, like,
0: what the fuck? He short
1: circuits. <laughs> yeah. But isn't like the first thing that that of that David does of kind of tip the dad off is like the way and I liked this too because I thought it was sly. He a for a Coke and a really weird way from Nicole like this instead Nicole, of being,
2: get me a Coke
1: yeah I yeah, don't know that
2: it that yeah, would yeah. piss
1: me off too like I really enjoyed that detail because he's done such a good job at like keeping the mask on and being like overly polite helping with yard work and so he seems like a totally fine guy and then yeah there's that really weird moment before the scene that you guys are talking about where he's just like Nicole get me a Coke and then it just kind of like butters into like craziness
2: the dad picked up on all of the red flags he was not the, yeah. the dad wasn't
0: that was right to, to because not he's trust a
1: red kid. flag yeah
0: he's a well I think and I think that's a slight flaw of the movie too is that like if you did want to toy with him a little bit more or drag this out in a more like is he that bad kind of way in the beginning like I think it's a fault not only of the movie but I do think it's a fault of Wahlberg and it's a flaw of him as an actor because I do think that Wahlberg can be great and this is obviously his best period as an actor was this era Yeah, but he and he has good scenes and I do think he's really good at being that put on sweetness Mm -hmm. where he's like oh my god is everything okay you know like when the security guard comes out towards and he's like, I was just visiting my girlfriend. What's going on? Like, he's really good at that. Yeah, which probably is because he's kind of a sociopath. Like
1: that.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. So like, he's he's really good at that part. He doesn't really. It's so obvious that he is it. Like the moment you see him on screen, you're just like, this guy's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. You just know he's a well, piece of shit. There's not even a sense that he's that he could not be because I think the movie does follow the poison ivy route a little bit with the class issue yeah. of like this poor guy who seems to just want like a home or some sort of a family mm-hmm. or some. Sort Sort of connection or something like that. Clearly, maybe has mental issues. That's what you got. Oh my god! I didn't think he wanted any sort. Of, I think he just wanted to own a, a young girl, and he was a fucking freak for sure. Because the movie doesn't. It just kind of throws the class stuff in there, but it doesn't examine it like a lot of these. Movies, yeah. So then you end up with another motiveless villain who you're just like, I don't know why you're doing this. That's how we yeah, needed gosh, to make gosh, him poor, poor and a baby. foster kid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he literally is the guy from the wrong side of the tracks
1: think yeah. that like we know we we know that he's like bad right away because like he's like kind of like bad boy looking but like hollywood bad boy looking and then yeah. all of his friends disgusting. just look like actual disgusting oh, yeah. shit like he's friends
0: it? with chris cornell like the guy like, is i was like is that chris cornell
1: it really is
0: no i just thought it okay. was.
1: okay i was like was it okay hey, but so his <laughs> friends so when
0: i'm they, friends with soundgarden
1: <laughs> when they go to well i mean chris cornell's hotter than this guy so when they go to pick up their food at the bar when they ditch school and reese Witherspoon sees david for this first time she Stroking sees him. Well, she sees him because Alyssa Milano is like, who is that? To this guy who straight up looks like Kevin Smith. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Chad it's Kroger. Like,
1: <laughs> I know. It's like they didn't even try to make him like kind of acceptable. Like, I don't. Like, if I was that guy, I'd be like, why? Why no, is this he hot did. girl brain damage? She mango. Like,
0: oh. What's wrong with you?
1: He's fucking all over him. Just yeah. like so, so, so wet for this guy. He and looks like, like a roadie. Tool. The, tool. Youngest, yeah, totally. the, yeah. Yeah, the youngest yeah. is forty. The youngest
2: is forty. Yeah.
1: Like maybe like a really shitty like thirty five, and he works at the docks in Seattle. Like I could fucking deal with that. Like I, I just like I do find it unbelievable that Alyssa Milano is like that guy that like exists at every truck stop also in yeah. the Northwest. Like I don't understand why she like zeroed in on him Holy so much. Shit. This guy must have felt like he run the lottery, and then also <laughs> he's part of like this like weird crew of like thugs that we see a lot more later. I don't, it seems They're like crackheads. Yeah, but do, do they do all, crimes together?
0: They're all smoking <laughs> crack. Or they
1: just crack? They, they drive okay.
0: around smoking crack, seemingly just <laughs> fucking with people. I don't know. Like, they're smoking crack, and they're like, let's go break into my girlfriend's house. <laughs> okay, that's
1: what yeah. they're doing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, at at least least I was smoking, smoking really? crack.
0: Yeah, yeah, at first, okay, I was like, what are they okay, doing? And I was watching doing. it with Sean, and Sean was like, they're smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so they, bit, they live in like
2: a straight up trap house, and yeah. they, they look like the like the Power Rangers like, baddie boys, like yeah, all, like the other guys who get the drill in their hands and shit. Like those guys are just
0: oh man, um, a fucking homeboy with well, the red sunglasses,
1: dude, and like, who disappears? They would disappears yeah. in the
0: movie for sure. I made but note of that. I was like, where the fuck is he? Because he stands out more than any of them. He's got red sunglasses. He's where to be found at the end.
1: Okay, so again, the rest of the group looks like fucking garbage. Like Mark. W- <laughs> <laughs> in that group seems like they would be like shut up you fucking pretty boy like he doesn't yeah. fit in they don't do a good job at like making a believable crew for him they no. do yeah you're right they all look like roadies and I think Tool is being too generous
0: yeah they're like 90s goons like they look like they should be the goons in like an action movie or something like they just get like, killed yeah, but off yeah
1: they're kind of out of shape too
0: yeah yeah no I, I know like they look like shit they're weird yeah <laughs> it's a weird group and look that does look like a probably realistic version of what that crew would look like but does one out
2: especially
0: if he's trying to assimilate to you know be able to be with somebody like the Reese Witherspoon character you would think he would probably not roll around with the crew that look like that
1: oh yeah and the Alyssa Milano character wouldn't be like, no. listen I think this person's beautiful but she'd be more of like a Thora Birch type that like wanted to go for that and not totally. Alyssa yeah, Milano yeah. who's just like a solid 10. I thought she was really good in this movie actually. She's I good
0: in it I think she's good in She
1: also I- has COVID so. Oh my god I mean she's what? she's also an idiot
0: really- Do you see her mask? Look up what kind of mask she wears, and then you'll know why she has COVID. It looks Uh like a... It looks like she just put yarn on her face. It's like a crochet mask. Yeah. What a mess. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't really think that a lot of the performances in this are necessarily bad. They're they're definitely like flat or like just whatever, like forgettable. I don't, I, there was no one that I was like, oh my God, this person's so horrible. Oh yeah. No. I will say that, I I mean, I think we should talk about Mark Wahlberg's performance because it was 1994. So this was before even like, he definitely shot this around the time that he would shoot like the Basketball Diaries, which he's really good okay. in. Yeah. And then Boogie Nights is three years later after they shoot it, comes out a year after this is released um, that's crazy it's only
1: three years later
0: yeah and he looks so different i feel he like. looks
1: so different
0: so this was like hard this was definitely like him as like an underwear model like rapper trying yeah. to be taken seriously as an actor i don't know if he's good in this though
1: i think he's good in it i mean i think he's committed in it
0: i think he has really good moments and then there's great scenes moments.
1: like the doorbell scene you
0: know, It all could
3: have been different mr walker you should have allowed nature to take its course in the end it will anyway So let me the fucking house!
2: I mean, I get why this is a movie that people have a sexual awakening to. Like, there's something, like, really enigmatic about him and yeah yeah ca- he's like a captivating screen presence in a way that i was i'm as a kid as an adult even i'm just like i get i get why she's falling for him he's charming and he's able to like i it's
0: very turn on a dime i, I don't think, think they makes, should have had him beat the living shit out of her best friend gary. that early on poor gary I, he gary goes so hard on gary that i was so like oh, early on no way there's he no way. shoved
1: him against a locker.
0: Yeah, there's like no if it was way.
1: that you'd be like, huh? But they make him go so batshit crazy. And then he so hits early. her,
0: smacks her to the like gets a black eye. Yeah. Also, as the dad, I'm so, like, that's where like if I came home and I knew that he hit her and beat up her best friend, and this dude was there, and he's like a grown ass man like that, I'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Well, and
1: she won't hop to the fact that he hit her.
0: Yeah, but like he knows that yeah. he did hit her. So like that was just a that was kind of like where it became a little too unbelievable.
2: Yeah. The f- the relationship with the the stepmom was my least valuable character mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I thought- this woman needed, yeah. she called Nicole a slut, then instantly like let this this abuser off the hook, played yeah. with him in the pool, like joked with him and Lurdy, like, like yeah. literally hit on him and let him like shove her in the pool. Uh, like she just let her stepdaughter yeah. really get thrown to the wolves.
1: That's something else I was thinking about this movie whereas I think that sort of the original erotic thriller, something like Fatal Attraction is somewhat worried about like women who can like outsmart men, especially in the workplace and can and like earn their own living. This right. one I feel like is like really tense about blended families. And I think one of the reasons why he doesn't know how to discipline Nicole is because that is her mother's job, like in a traditional household and the mother's not there and the stepmother is doing the wrong thing. There's like Listen. a level
0: of guilt too it seems
1: mm-hmm. like. Because like there was a day in my life where my mom like found one of my condom wrappers and I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> like like it was it was bad, but he doesn't know what to do. Like so often the the dad character doesn't know how to act with his right. daughter that he either kind of like outsources it to the stepmom that Johnny you're right she's doing like a five at being like mm-hmm. consistent or just ignores it which right. is and like hopes that it will go away yeah which I think is like true to life sometimes yeah. like obviously this is like blown out to the point that like Mark Wahlberg's character has to be a psychopath but I think right. there's something real about that that wouldn't yeah. work if that mom was her biological mom. Yeah,
2: and she's got Mango as her sounding board for most of it and she's given really questions but just straight up awful advice. Bad advice. Is like when, when you're a teen and you're talking to your friends and like we all like I'm mean, I, speaking for all three of us this movie was sexy as a kid. Same. Right. Like between thinking like oh yeah this is what I want and if someone was to ask me for advice at 14, 15, 16 I'd give them really Really shitty sexual advice, much totally. like Mango. Mango, Mango what, did she, what did she say? Like uh, he hits you just because he doesn't know what to do with all the love that he has. For yeah, you. He, that's okay. just
0: his, that he says that's just their way of showing that they like you, which is like, oh, this is dark. And um, then her where,
1: home life seems like, even though she's also rich, like equally dark. Where her mom is just sort of absent, like, right. Absent, and like just yeah. dating rich dudes. It's like she's been taught that behavior.
0: I mean, I feel like the movie itself too just does traffic in like very solid archetypes, especially for that time, where they're just. Hardworking dad. He's never there for the family. Like mm-hmm. young teenage girl who's you know growing up and it is being sexualized. And then like the new stepmom who doesn't you know know what to do. And then this kind of precocious little blonde child. That oh, who cares? It's just that, there. Yeah. And he's then, there. Yeah, he's
1: there so he has a dog. I'm sorry. You have to exactly.
0: read the, the deleted
2: scenes. Toby had a full arc. Oh, poor Toby. 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 What? And, Toby and Nicole have a whole. I was reading the quotes. Toby and Nicole. That makes a weird. lot of sense given how important
0: he becomes in the end.
2: He's really preco- yeah. He really precocious. No. Yeah. Like she teaches him how to give the bird, but he's like, what if I just did the bite my thumb Shakespearean style? And I was like, where
0: was this kid? <laughs> Someone in post was like, you got to cut this shit out. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. I do hate no the one gives preco- like overly, overly precocious. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, it does. You're right. Like travel and traffic and stereotypes, but the way but even that her friend, yeah, but even her friend treated, Milano, I think I is like, better. Yeah. They
2: show what, what could happen. I'm sorry. They, they I do, think that it, it, it's it,
1: pretty, it's, I think that this movie is actually more giving towards like, and I'm using, big air quotes like the slut character than most of these movies well the fact that she
0: doesn't die
1: that's exactly it like even like dawson's creek the oc like that character is marked dead on arrival like the second that you see her in these movies sure so i really appreciated that she's not only like let to live but i think that when so i think the scariest scene like the most upsetting scene is with her oh yeah when they're at that apparent crack house I mean, it it climaxes in what we think, like it's shown off, it's not shown off camera, but it's rape. And then Nicole's really shitty to her afterwards. She acts like, she acts like Alyssa Milano slept with her boyfriend and not was like, not that they're like co-victims of the same terrible person, which they actually are. And then at the end, and I think a lot of movies too would then just forget about that character and leave her to rot. But she's brought into that house at the end and is like integral in the actual finale. And I just don't think that you see that very often.
2: I think she's the most sympathetic character in the whole film. She's, yeah. Like, that scene is incredibly so difficult to watch. I, that was... That, that broke my heart for that girl. And then, like, the, the scene... Yeah, with then the he caught, tries to, like, run her off the road. When he, yeah, when he chases yeah. her down and pulls her... Forces her off the side of the road. Like, that was the most my heart was racing throughout this whole film. And, like, the I was sure she was going to so die. High.
1: But if you were, like, a person that watched, like, that stupid Tony Danza show, and you're like, oh, no, they're going to kill what... Like, she has, like, a cute little boy's name on the show. You're like, they can't do that to her. I don't know. Right. Yeah, she gets to live. So then the movie turns... Into to like cape fear to me
0: also reminded me of straw dogs where it felt oh yeah yeah emasculated man having to fend for his property literally like proper like his actual like property that he owns and then the property that is his daughter to fend off this more kind of masculine man who is completely for lack of a better word cucking him and trying to infiltrate his family but it did feel like that to me where it was like he had to be like the protector again and like kind of reclaim that title. I think that whole sequence is actually pretty solid though.
1: This movie I think is put together really well. Like the other movie, like Never Talk to Strangers is like weird and wonky and ill fitting in a lot of places. This movie I think has some fucked up things that it wants to say and show to you but I think it like works. I like it.
0: Yeah, I think that whole sequence is pretty good. I mean the dog decapitation was definitely unexpected just of how like gruesome it was. Even
1: though we should know by now
0: we should but also like i think it does get like the movie's kind of like hot and cold on violence like it shows some things and then it really goes for it in some parts at the end give the kid running over the other one of the guys loved it her putting the drill that was great. the drill in the hand was amazing yeah.
2: like it was it goes to show i think people did th- put a lot of uh weight into like home security at that time you're right, right. in the 90s yeah. it was really big to have like the the code and when and there's a moment when um when they're out of town and Reese gives him the code over the phone, especially as a middle, I was like, girl, don't do it. And then, and then the callback to it later when, when she just like hushed goes, he knows the code. (laughs) it's like I was like ah he does know the code you gotta gotta (laughs) cover the door like no matter how safe they thought their home was
0: they're gonna find a way in I definitely felt the worst for Gary and the dog and besides Elizabeth,
1: Gary just didn't have it coming like he wasn't even trying to fuck her it feels like he really just wanted to take her to a movie and like maybe to prom and hold her hand
3: hey Gary David Gary did you know I grew up in a lot of different places uh no actually Nicole told me that you oh yeah Bridgewater, Spoffett, Rikers, you name it. You know what they all have in common, yeah? No, weak walls. Actually, that's why they move me around so much. I pound on a wall and break, then move me to the next one. the next one, so finally got sick of building walls and just showed me the door.
0: I love when his boy gets the drill in the hand, he has the most genuine reaction. One of my favorite things in general in movies is really genuine reactions in horror movies that seem like accidental almost. And this guy gets a drill through his hand and he goes, Oh my God, I got to go to the hospital, man. I am fucked up. (laughs) And he leaves and he goes to the hospital. even notice that that is? He's like, I got to get (laughs) out of here. Good luck, boy.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Like, there was a lot to lead up to this, but obviously the dad fucks up their house, and their goal is to fuck up Nicole's house. But Mark Wahlberg keeps dropping off, dropping lines of like, like uh, the, calling her his bride, calling it the oh, wedding God. day. I was
0: like, what is the goal of the home invasion? Like, what did these Yeah, he to thinks that she's want. gonna like go with him on the run. He, it's gonna yeah, like be everybody set, tries on their kill wedding the day. The whole
1: family, and yeah. then he's gonna take the bride away. Like it's I decapitated like your dog. Like, Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean it does kind of treat it like that and I, and I will say like it's crazy but I do Appreciate that because it does show you like that this guy is actually off his rocker because like when he right. is like being like kiss your dad goodbye say goodbye to him I was like oh like you're crazier than I even thought you were twenty five minutes ago which was
2: yeah bad. <laughs> okay I have a question for you guys at what age is it ever appropriate to get your daughter a bracelet that says daddy's girl on it yes that is a great
1: so question I, I want to talk about that that let's is talk about that's something daddy's
0: that girl. I marked down is I think that this is a really fucked up. Dark subplot which is the daddy's little girl plot, which is obviously a real thing. Yeah. I think dads in general are weird when they like do daddy's little girl things or call their, um like if Absolutely. they have boys, when they call them son, I think it's weird.
1: Okay, I never thought yeah. about that because I- Like, okay,
0: son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's just weird. He sexualizes her. He's overprotective. They At one point, he calls her my little sugar cone and she calls him my little nectarine. But they've only really spent time together for about a year, right? Like she she was living with the mom, I thought,
2: until like she said until she was 15 and she's 16. I, so I, it's I, like, I, I was just shocked at how quickly he got her a daddy's girl bracelet, and how I mean, the day her just, mom
1: died. God. Too much. It was like oh, an no. ID tag. It was like an ID tag type one. So I was, I was hoping that it was like maybe when she was like seven, because it, it did look pretty little. Like even if you want to get your daughter a bracelet that is a tribute to you, which is creepy. It could just say something else. It could say, yeah, yeah. great to know you. I don't know. Great like. to know
0: you. I'm going to get, when I have a daughter. I'm going to get her a brace. This is great to know you. <laughs> hey, it was really nice meeting you. All you those years <laughs> You're doing pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It just says what like February on it. (laughs) It just says you are my daughter.
2: I I got the (laughs) test back
0: in your mind.
1: I bet Ivana Trump has a daddy's girl something.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely.
1: Like, there
2: was a lot of random things. There was a lot of callbacks throughout. Like, the peace pipe that Reese Witherspoon skilled, oh, that stabs him with. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, okay, imagine because this is the second time of both movies, there was uh, something won at a carnival game. One mm-hmm. was a, a plush giraffe that Rebecca Mornay wanted. And then she one really was a peace pipe. Have you ever been to a carnival where it's like a peace pipe is the option? <laughs>
0: To Absolutely get. not. Oh, I, is, are there any other options? Like, <laughs> like Nope. I'll,
2: I'll take anything oh, yeah.
0: else. Anything but the. I don't what? even want it. It's okay. You just keep it. It's <laughs> going to come in handy later, I swear. I, I know I, you have an abusive boyfriend. <laughs> 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 You're going to need this.
2: Like, they did just keep tying things in. Like the, the, I thought the script was had some really goofy lines, but there were constant callbacks to the things that happened in the beginning. Definitely. And the peace pipe, the daddy's girl, uh, it it was
0: just all so much. Also, oh, about the fact that he has a Chucky doll.
3: He oh, Chucky doll! Yeah.
0: He has the bedroom of a serial killer.
1: David has a Chucky doll. Did she
0: ever out. see his room? Did she ever go over there? Because if no. she went over there and saw his room...
1: He... Oh, it's worse than the fuck cage by yeah. a
0: lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is a fucking red flag. He has a giant crucifix and then a bunch of other religious shit. Then he has a Chucky doll. He has like, a bunch <laughs> of their underwear got, oh, wow. in it. And then he has like blown up photos of them on the
3: wall. Like yeah. A, <laughs> the
2: his, be- his bed was the size of my leg. Yeah. <laughs> he he could barely on Oh, that, it's a on cot. The- yeah, yeah. He's got a little cot. <laughs> I love when she was in the car and she was like, didn't they recall these because they blow up? Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> and like, yeah.
2: And he's like, that's why, maybe that's why I was able to get it.
0: <laughs> no, he's like, proud of it he's like yeah maybe that's why i got it oh because he's a bad boy I yeah forgot.
1: yeah he like likes to play i like to live dangerously the
2: scope of their relationship it moved so quickly and it moved
1: so quickly like and the, she the- forgave the- him pretty quickly too after she beat he beat Gary up yeah, and she just her. finds a
0: photo of them in the trash and is like, oh, that was nice. Oh my gosh. Also, okay, can we talk about the rave scene? Where they, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, thank rave. you, thank you, thank you. Because yeah. the, that club doesn't, it just like, it seems like it's a club that is just club. the parents' projection of yeah. a nightmare that your daughter's going to, not a real place, because there's obsessed. like nothing fun about it. I
0: mean, this movie is a lot then, more fun when you think about it, if it's all in William Peterson's head, and this is yeah,
1: his <laughs> <nightmare>. It is. <laughs> and and then, her. and there's just like someone, like that. That fight breaks out out of nowhere just like someone gets punched and then like the one whole one
2: person club, gets punched absolute <laughs> pandemic everything starts and then helicopter- helicopters I mean,
1: helicopters <laughs> there's
2: guns there's stabbing Alyssa Milano just is like I'll be fine and she runs off with a fucking chat I'm Carter. taking mango
1: she literally says see you later
0: dude it's The craziest club and the outfits are insane.
2: Because it was a rave, right?
0: Yeah. It's very much like a 90s club, though. Like, I feel like Mm. 90s movies especially, like, their ideas of what, like, a young person's, like, party looked like were crazy, which really inevitably disappointed me when I got older and was like, it's
1: not like that,
2: It's so grungy, so much bush on the soundtrack. The, oh, soundtrack? Yeah. the soundtrack was oh, a yeah. highlight for me. The soundtrack was amazing. soundtrack's good, yeah, I, I, I it,
0: no, it's good and, like the best, like exactly. It works. I, I don't oh, think the, the, the score actually works. I, it, it's right. cool. the score is hilarious. The score doesn't match the movie, bush matches the movie. Yeah, like, and bush the makes sense.
1: Song while she's orgasming on the roller coaster, the Wild cover horses. of Wild Horses, yes. yeah, it yeah, does yeah. Work, works, works, yeah, works,
2: works. Yeah, yeah, they use it twice. This works so well, they have to play it twice. <laughs> but like, I think as a teens like we definitely fell for their trap because the score is so sweeping and romantic diddling with her underwear lining and like she's (laughs) like not even her face isn't
0: even enjoying the sex the first time but the music though
1: she feels pressured that that scene
0: is dark he looks so much bigger than her it's it's frightening and she looks like she's not into it And the music is so the opposite, though. It sets the mood
2: for, like, a really beautiful romantic scene. And, like, what I'm watching, especially now as an adult, I was like, that isn't how I remember it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, Also, because when she goes to the cl- she goes to the club because they're supposed to go to a James Taylor concert, which is really harped on. I've never seen somebody want to see James Taylor so badly in their lives, except for this dad. He really wants to see James Taylor.
1: You, should, you can meet my dad soon. you
0: Okay. He's well, very. <laughs> he's like, You don't understand this. We're a family. We got to see James Taylor together. And then and she's like, like, We literally know. have done this before. Yeah. And then he gets the work thing and he's like, Fuck. this guy just wants to listen to james taylor and fuck this bad boy that's dating his daughter (laughs) things could be different (laughs) yeah the fashion too some good great some good 90s she's dressed like Every like cute babysitter I had when I was a kid oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, you're really hot."
2: <laughs> Mini skirt, socks, yeah. or boots. Good oh yeah, too. Yeah. Like, at what point does Nicole Reese Witherspoon's character put a stop to any of it? Like yeah. she, right? I, it's just so so I, unrealistic to me that like, even as the dad, I'd be like, girl, you got to slow down.
1: Yeah, there's something wrong with you. I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we need to see that the dad is a creep. Yeah. Like we have to see that.
0: It's weird, though, because they do present that and they open a lot of doors to that. But then the movie still does end like Poison Ivy or, you know, a lot of these mm-hmm. other movies where it's like, well, we preserve the nuclear family. Everything is intact yeah. still. We're okay. Like he's the hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. He regains his masculinity because it doesn't even let her kill him. Like, she right. almost does. She's, she stabs him. And I was like, oh, tight, because I couldn't remember exactly what it was. And then he throws him out the window
1: Oh, in um, another like body of evidence like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> That yeah. throw
1: is so, oh sorry, the thro- the craziest throws in, the crush. Yeah, yeah. It's like he gets thrown from that window with way more force than the yeah, dad
0: could. he does not I'm like, I know the dad's like a grown man too, but like Wahlberg looks like he'd be pretty hard to pick up.
1: Oh,
3: yeah.
0: He's fucking ripped. Yeah, he, dude, he looks he, dense. He would not yeah. be able to pick him up and manhandle him out a window.
3: I'm sorry it has to be like this, but it does. It's not a I tried so hard to be nice, to get him to accept me. Can't you see all he wants is for you to be his little girl forever? You don't want that, do you?
0: Okay, let's talk about critics. So, 46%. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Brian Orndorf of Blu-ray.com. One of the all-time goofiest movies, avoiding a tough inspection of troubling emotional speeds and stunted communication to sneeze out a confused, half-realized story of obsession. I don't like anyone who says sneeze out. Yeah. Not into that. I just
1: kind of disagree with the whole statement.
0: Mm. Fuck you, Brian. I, I don't it,
1: think it's that goofy.
0: I don't think it's that goofy compared to Never Talk to Strangers. No. It's silly in a lot a way a lot of these movies. It's are a movie it's yeah. it, it it's kind audacious. of does it all with a straight face. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Matthew Gilbert of Boston Globe said a formulaic thriller that is like Kate Beer meets fatal attraction or Splendor in the Grass on crack, but without a hint of those movies, psychological complexities and camp moments.
1: I mean I kind of would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, they, it is on crack, technically. They are yeah. right. Jonathan Rosenbaum said, Foley has a fine sense of shading and depicting a slightly dysfunctional family. The problem with this subgenre is the way it has to demonize and dehumanize its villains in order to produce the desired effect, which brutalizes the spectator along with the story and characters. If you can accept this limitation, this is a very efficient piece of machinery. I think that's a great way to put it.
1: Yeah. In the, the erotic thriller canon, like I'm totally willing to do that. And yeah, I fucking... Yeah, it it's does that the bad guy's that. like a hot dude too, not a... Yeah
0: yeah bit. totally yeah yeah, yeah absolutely last review a positive review oh, coming from Mr. Clint Mr. Caffeinated uh-huh. Clint <laughs> Caffeinated Clint said it's corny but cool Wahlberg has presence
1: I don't yeah. think it's that corny though I think it's dated in a way that it's, I enjoy it's
0: earnest in a way that a lot of 90s movies were they were just yeah. a lot more earnest than which I admire I like that I think Same. it's a lot harder to make something earnest I think people say archetypal is corny but yeah. it's not necessary it doesn't have to be. exactly yeah 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 so the behind the scenes the only kind of casting possibility was Liv Tyler. She turned down the lead role.
1: Oh, I could see that.
0: I could see Liv Tyler doing it. More boring.
1: I don't think it would have been Alyssa as Margot. No,
0: no, no, no. They would have had to make her blonde. Someone would have had to be blonde. Like
1: movies are that dumb. Yeah.
0: (laughs) After seeing Mark Wahlberg's audition for the role of David, James Foley was so impressed that he issued an ultimatum to the producers that said, I will not direct this movie unless he stars in it. That's tight. I mean, it's cool to back someone like that. Mark Wahlberg improvised the line where he screams, let me in the fucking house. However, the ad lib was quickly scrapped and left as a gag reel. Producer Brian Grazer saw a cut of the film and noticed the scene was cut out. Out, reluctant James fully added the scene back into the film making it one of the most quotable lines in the movie so luckily somebody saw that I don't know why you would cut that first of all
1: yeah it's so cool looking
0: yeah so as of 2018 the film is being remade from a female perspective with Amanda Steinberg Stenberg what I mean, Stenberg from the hate you give yeah, yeah 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 she is attached as the lead role
1: I'm really so excited to who the gentleman will be who's the MVP I mean I'm giving it to Alyssa I'd hate to hear about the stupid face mask like she wore but yeah, <laughs> um, I I thought she was pretty good in this movie, and I don't think she had like that because she then becomes a poison ivy alum. I don't think she had that many chances to like shine. She did so. not. I think she's pretty good.
2: I'm also gonna give it to Miss Milano. I thought but she yeah. like took took a really generic role and you're going to be playing mango <laughs> and, and, and she, she, slutty friend <laughs> she made a full fruit salad out of one mango
1: <laughs> yeah
2: she but like I, she, I i didn't care about any character but her like she broke my heart and like yeah i really when and the fact that she almost didn't live like she got the shit rocked out of her and so to see that she lived that is a resilient girl and you know that she i think she's gonna learn she margo mango learned a lot from this experience (laughs) and
1: i think she's like a counselor now oh i do i think she's like a counselor or like a suicide hotline person like i think that she does good work now Um, who's your mvp
0: max i'm gonna give it to bush
1: Oh my God, of
0: course. I'm sorry. I think Bush actually really makes the movie. I think that the the use of Bush in this movie really brings it together. And I'm not saying that sarcastically.
1: Wow. We should, can we please like hashtag Gavin Rosell or like tag him because he probably needs to hear that.
0: All right. Is this movie a worse offender? A train wreck? So bad it's good? Pretty, pretty good. Or is it a misunderstood masterpiece?
1: I'm going to say pretty, pretty good.
0: I'm going to say pretty, pretty good. I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. <laughs> <laughs> for,
2: for me, it's just so bad it's good because I felt really dirty watching it, but I enjoyed it. You know, like I felt gross. <laughs> I felt uh, more uncomfortable than I've ever felt watching it. And I've seen it a bunch yeah. of times. The slime factor was a little too high, but I was like, i got to watch
0: yeah, I yeah. get that. You got to take Gross, a nice, nice shower after, like Reese Witherspoon this, in this movie.
2: Who was a, had a better shower scene, Reese or
0: Antonio? Antonio.
2: Yeah, I mean, come on. And
0: I agree. Antonio was enjoy. He was enjoying it in a way that I understood. Also, he looked <laughs> like he was jacking up. Antonio's shower, his shower looked like it was a prison shower. Yeah,
1: oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. Okay,
0: had yeah. somebody design this whole place, <laughs> make it like prison. Put <laughs> a, a by the like, Yeah, <laughs> if you want to be like Johnny and us and watch these stranger danger thrillers Don't Talk to Strangers and Fear are both available to rent on all of your usual pay-to-rent streaming sites but Fear is also streaming on Showtime and Peacock
1: We've had a lot of Peacock movies, huh? Peacock's got a good
0: lineup. They have ads, but that's fine. Next week, we're going to be talking about David Cronenberg's 1996 film Crash, aka The Car Fucking Movie, which you might have to search for a little bit because it's not streaming anywhere, unfortunately. I love that movie. It's great if you can find it. Whatever you do, do not rent crash the oscar winner with matt Dillon. so don't watch that we will be joined by guests we'll be joined by olivia wilkie who will be talking about all this car fucking
1: but (laughs) more importantly remember to rate and review us on itunes follow us on instagram and spotify and keep telling everybody about this podcast but more and more more importantly. Thank you, Johnny. Come back for more movies.
0: Johnny, please come back.
1: Please come back.
0: You can't get rid of me.
1: Your hair looks really good right now. Woo!
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. So let me the fucking house!